Welcome, everybody, to episode six of the Idle Hour podcast, where our goal is to bring you all the news and current events that we find compelling within the Japanese idol industry and generally shoot the shit about idols for an hour or maybe more, probably more. In this episode, we have more Hololive news for you.、Uh, Sakamichi stuff to give our thoughts on, and we round out the day with our favorite anime idol group franchise, Love Live. So, Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Started the event for D4DJ at all yet, Stephen? No, I've, I've, I've got past the like the tutorial screen and the first gacha draw、ah, and, okay, and、yes. got a really bad draw and then went,、ah, I'm going to put this down for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> the curse of the gacha game. <laughs>、uh, It's like the most stressful ever... part of any gacha game is the you know the, the, the feeling like you need to re roll your account until you get、mm. a good roll on that first kind of like tutorial roll. Uh, yeah. I, I think there was one game that did really well to get around. What was it?、Uh, Review Starlight. Review Starlight、mm. had a really good opening gotcha. Because、um, you, you could literally just keep re rolling until you got the hand that you wanted. What, was that good,、um, though? Because I, I, I know that I re rolled for about four to five hours straight. Oh, no. I was, I was straight up in class re rolling. Yeah. <laughs> like at the time, like, like I was in、uh, my class at SF State and just like sitting there, like, Half listening to the professor, half like clicking through and re rolling. <laughs> I mean, if you know people、um, are going to do it, though, you know, like if you know people are going to re download the game, you know, yeah, you might as well. Yeah.、Um, have you ever played、um, Bang Dream, Jeff? Yeah.、Uh, so the kind of the、uh, creators of Bushy Road、uh, have a new property called D4DJ. Nice.、Um, Idle DJs. It's so D4DJ's game just went out in beta、um, like a few days ago,、mm-hmm. like、earlier this week.、Uh, the game is essentially Bang Dream with more bells and whistles because you're playing as a DJ instead, and there's like turntables and just it, it's more difficult Bang Dream.、Um, but the, the covers that they're able to do because of DJing can kind of get kind of crazy. So, like, you know how like the covers in Bang Dream like they can do, yeah. Like, Yeah, that's actually like songs and stuff. Yeah. So, so it's kind、uh, of like a almost、uh, like a DJ mixing of some of these. Is it anime songs or? 
Yeah. Well, I mean, so so some of them are like they'll they'll cover uh, anime songs. Like the one that comes to mind is um, uh, Parasites OP. Mm-hmm. Was it the OP or Unravel? Yeah, that's the OP. Uh, like yeah, OP. Yeah. I I I don't recall, but uh, like that song, like and the the um the different DJ groups. It's like there are groups of four. Like they'll they'll sing the song, and there's like mixes and stuff like that of the thing. But because the game, like, they can pretty much do whatever they, well, not whatever they want, whatever they have the license to, um, there are things like uh, DJ mixes of uh, the Street Street Fighter 2's uh, reuse theme. Oh, cool. Uh, or or Mega Man 2 Metal Man's theme. Oh, that's phenomenal. Which, yeah, I, I'm i really enjoying this game. I, it's, o- it's only in beta right now, but, um, and I wanted to talk to it before we got into like the meat of of the episode today, but uh, because uh, Stephen, you actually brought up uh, that mm. the, they're doing the English version uh, much much different. Yeah. So from what I can tell from um, multiple kind of posts online and and something some some little bits of details on their website, it seems like they're not actually going to bring a English version, like a global version of the game overseas. Uh, it sounds like what they're going to do is they're going to patch in English subtitles to the game. Um, yeah. Now, to me, that feels a, a little bit, um, a little bit to do with licensing potentially, um, mm. because they don't have to worry about negotiating new global deals for everything. Um, especially when you look at like the amount of covers this game is probably going to have. Yeah, well, yeah, and already has mm. just an insane amount of coverage. I, I like, mean, I wish more games. I mean, as we just saw what happened with Magia Record and how the game wasn't um, the English version wasn't popular enough, and they had to cancel it. I mean, I'd rather them just have one game out there and just give us the subtitles. Yeah, yeah, that like when when because I was you know considering like just kind of pick like what I normally do with these things is I'll pick it up. I want to get a feel for the game before the English version comes out. That way, I could be like, okay, I want to play this or no, I'm good. Um, but when when you posted that, Stephen, I, I remember I heard rumblings about it, and I looked further into it, and it looks like that's exactly what they're going to be doing. I'm like, well, screw it. I'll just pick up the game, and I'll start playing now because I won't lose any progress, mm. um, which is always the worry, like like when you get a Japanese game and you're not sure, like especially when, if you're not sure it's going to get a global release, then you're just like, you know, uh, okay, I made all this progress here. If there's a global release, well, then... I have to do all that progress all over again. Mm. Uh, I will say the downside is because I do want to know the stories of these these DJ idols, um, because I'm just kind of skipping through the stories right now. I'm going to have to go back and read through a ton of story <laughs> to get to know these idols and to to read through like event stuff. But I mean, if it means I don't lose progress, I'm I'm okay with it. And but uh, as I uh, said before, the um uh the 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 gameplay is actually really really good um this latest event um has uh this kind of mechanic where uh you know how like in bang dream uh you pick each person picks a song and it just randomly picks between the four songs like who gets whose song Mm -hmm. everyone plays uh in this event everyone picks a song and we play through all four songs but the the game generates a mix so it mixes it blends the songs into each other oh, that's like a dj that's great that's awesome that's cool was, when i started playing that i'm like i was i was so confused about how the event worked because again it's right now it's all in japanese and i didn't really get what was going on but um i mean it's not hard to play rhythm games <laughs> like you just sure. tap buttons <laughs> but 
uh, but when I started playing it and I'm like, oh, my song apparently didn't get picked. Well, that's kind of a bummer. And then like halfway through it like blends into my song and I'm like, what? <laughs> it's just, it's, uh, it's really cool. That's, a, just, that's a really good idea. Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah. So, uh, if you're listening out there, uh, I definitely recommend, I mean, this is, this is one of the few, uh, you know, video game kind of recommendations, first impressions we could ever give on this podcast. Uh, <laughs> outside of a few things uh, which actually one we'll get into in a bit yeah. <laughs> um but yeah i'll go pick up uh, d4dj uh what is it d4dj is it groovy mix yeah groovy mix I groovy mix it. yeah I, um, I just looked it up i like the art styles on here and i'm really excited mm-hmm. about the idea of patching in the subtitles because if the, if this is successful there's so many games over in japan and i'd love to see them patch <laughs> subtitles into more games so uh, just know that uh, it, it's a Japanese game. You're gonna need to get the APK. Sure, <laughs> sure. Yeah, so I, I did. I did just find as well that there is an official press statement uh, from uh, Bushy Road now, uh, saying that the English version will release in 2021 and is planned to be a feature to switch to English text in the same app and will not be a separate app. Uh, the details nice. on like this it. will be. The details are still being confirmed and will be announced as we approach launch in 2021. Cool. Yeah, because it's still in beta. So. Yeah. For everyone, all you rhythm game fans, there's another one to look forward to. And there's yeah. no excuse to wait for it to come out in English. <laughs> yeah. So get out there and um, I don't know. Mix is that what is that what DJs say? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not a DJ. Anyway, let's, let's get in. Let's get into the idle stuff. I'm embarrassing myself. Um. So uh, the first thing uh on our block today is uh, Hollow Life. Uh, I believe we kind of rounded out uh, the last episode. Uh, it wasn't the end-end, but it was one of the last things we talked about. Uh, was uh, <laughs> We were worried about uh, Coco and Hato and, and you know the state of, of Hololive and all that stuff. But um, pretty happy to announce that you know Coco and Hato have come back, as well as Miko, who was on uh, a hiatus for health reasons. Uh, they all came back, and all their uh, returns were six, to say successful. Uh, it was is to undersell it, honestly. Mm. Um, I I would I would love to see what the numbers are on the the super chats that they got, but it was pretty crazy. It's awesome. It's nice to see the support. Yeah, I I mean I think since the last time we talked too, this the the en Hollow Life girls have just kind of exploded. I don't remember mm. that being a thing the last time we talked. Mm. Well, the, the, it's, I think it's, we it's were really, talking about them, but yeah, it's it's really interesting as well to, for the fact that, like, you look at the some of the like the thing the numbers that En have got now. Um, when they arrived, Miko was still on on hiatus, so there's going to be a lot of fans that have joined the hi- kind of Hollow thing, and and not been aware of Miko at the time. Um, mm-hmm. And and potentially Coco and Hato because the numbers have been going up significantly in the last kind of three to four weeks. Um, so there there may be a lot of people in the community their first experience being uh, Coco Hato and Miko, and it's re- it's really good they've had kind of um, a successful um, returns all of them. I think also uh, yeah. Kanata she also had a brief medical. Um, hiatus and she i know that she's also back now right um, right right i think that was in the span of the month though right it was yeah yeah she she apparently had a minor accident 
um and thankfully it wasn't it wasn't so major that you know she was taken out for too too long mm. but she's back um but yeah like you were saying jeff uh i i think uh we could probably owe a lot of like the explosion to the fact that their one month collab ban which every new generation of Apollo live when they first come out they they can't collab with any of the other gens for a month um interesting why i i, I, I don't know maybe some <laughs> kind of just like filling them out making sure they're not you know they didn't hire crazy people which i mean they did but not <laughs> not too too crazy um uh but yeah so the hollow ivn girls have been able to collab um culminating in uh very recently they had an among us collab where all of hollow live en's uh first gen and uh hollow live jp fifth gen uh, got together and played among us and it was a lot of fun um so hopefully we'll st we'll be seeing more um rising numbers for hollow live en and and you know through them uh rising numbers for hollow live jp and speaking of numbers uh <laughs> gauguda is the first to 1 million subscribers for Hollow Live. So, <laughs> yeah, that it's, was it it's insane how quickly she rose up. I, th uh, I think yeah. I think I saw someone mention it was 37 days after that YouTube account had been created. Yeah. Um she hit yeah. 1 million. Which that's is gotta insane. Be, that's got to be close to like if it's not a record for like just the fastest YouTube surge in general. <laughs> that's pretty incredible. It's yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy for something um that probably I would say kind of six months ago, um, VTubers were pretty much a very niche part of uh, YouTube. Um, to to have one of them launch and get one million with it, well, just over a month uh, is kind of crazy. Yeah, um, I, I'll, I'll admit, I mean, uh, and, and you know, Guros, I think, got a, a appeal. I honestly, as someone who took it, I've taken to hollow live a little more slowly than the rest of the community but uh she's kind of been my gateway mm. title, i suppose <laughs> my gateway yeah no, she she's definitely comfortable or you know seemingly extremely comfortable um in the streaming you know universe and like yeah she she's just re she's really funny she's got a great singing voice and so you know uh it it's not a mystery what how <laughs> she got uh, sure. a million subscribers so quickly. Um, but here's hoping, or here's to like another million, and hopefully, uh, hopefully, uh, all the other girls catch up yeah. to her at some point. Yeah, yeah hopefully we'll but, hopefully we'll start seeing some other ones hit that milestone because I, I think a lot of them deserve it. So yeah, well, Fubuki uh, and uh, yeah. Corona are closest. Corona is so. now twenty uh, five k off. So Ooh. yeah. Um, I, I'm very excited to see if she hits a million. Uh, but with the good <laughs> uh, comes uh, the unfortunate, honestly. Um, mm. So with all this going down, uh, Hololive CN or Hololive China has pretty much announced and really not, not really through cover, but through the talent themselves. Uh, we've gotten the announcement that Hololive China will be closing down. Mm. Um, specifically, we heard that um, uh, Cover gave the girls a uh, options. Essentially, uh, they could either um, like they could have Cover facilitate a move uh, over to 
uh, a Chinese-based uh, VTuber company, um, or just maybe another Japanese-based VTuber company, uh, or they could go independent, or they could have a graduation. Uh, and from what I can tell, uh, actually, this is very recently, like just before we started recording, Artia uh, released a twit longer, uh, where she basically said that all the Hololive Chinese uh, China girls are going independent. So Hololive China is closing down uh, mm. because of a lot of controversy. And it's, it's really, it's unfortunate because it's none of the Chinese talent's fault. Like, none of them did anything to stoke any of the flames. It's, uh, unfortunately, the China, like, you yeah. a, a subset of the Chinese fans' fault. Well, this piggybacks off of uh, the conversation we had last month about uh, about this whole fiasco, I think, right? Mm-hmm. I just, yeah. it, it's, it was not a recipe that was going to, to work. I mean, if you, if you have these girls who are going to be running into controversy for literally just seeing something that's on their screen, that, that, that's not a recipe for a comfortable stream for them. And I'm happy mm. to hear that they're going kind of so or independent, if, at least that they can continue to kind of interact with their fans and, and build off of that. Right. I don't, I guess I don't really yeah. know what the difference between, I, they just don't have the backing of the, they just don't have the backing. Yeah. Right? Like so, all... so I would say that I think this, this, this was always going to be a difficult one to cover. And I think they've handled it. like they've handled it significantly better than they've handled previous um, issues. Um, in the fact that they've so they've also said that they they if they go independent they can keep their avatars um, and keep their identities. Um, See that that's which, nice. Which I think is is it, to keep the continu- uh, kind of the continuity between their the subscribers. I think that's that's crucial. Hmm. Um, so it it still gives them essentially from the moment they go independent, they've they've still got. Um, they've still got those subscribers. They've still got um, their the avatar that everyone's got used to. They don't have to start from scratch. Um, so I think I think that because cover would be well within their rights to say that the identities are our IP. We put a lot of effort mm-hmm. to get in those to pay to get those designed. They're ours, um, which they've done in the past for members that are, have left under less positive terms. Yeah, um, but. I think this was the right way to go, um, and and give yeah. and give them the option of what what they want to do next. And I think from the way it was being positioned, and they they've mentioned that Cover were willing to facilitate any of those options to make it work for them. Mm. It almost it almost kind of says to me that they they feel really bad about what happened, and they they're trying to you know make up for what was a really bad situation for the girls. Mm. So yeah, they're, they're, I think it, it's 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 kind of telling them that this is this is no fault of theirs. This yeah. is this is just this is it's it's a business decision they needed to make because it was affecting the rest of their business. I have to say it's very unusual to see a business kind of make a decision like that, though. You know, it's a to, to actually, oh yeah, <laughs> you know, to give someone that they're severing ties with that kind of kind of parting gift, I suppose. <laughs> mm. So that's I mean that's kind of cool to see. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I, I don't I don't know exactly what happened, but I know today like Aqua sang a song on Billy Billy and that kind of exploded. So yeah, I think that just kind of expedited the uh yeah, let's close this let's close up shop. <laughs> yeah. Um and uh but on a positive note, <laughs> uh upside, well not to that, uh uh but uh 
uh, Hololive announced uh, that actually in one of in a really fun uh, collab <laughs> stream between uh, Sora, who, let me think, Sora Matsuri Suisei? Uh, Nene? No, Suisei not there? I think it was, who was there? Uh, it, was, it was Sora Matsuri, Nene was there in a really interesting capacity. Oh, God, it was amazing. <laughs> uh, uh, essentially, essentially, they had a collab where uh, uh, they announced that Hololive will have their second fest, which, um, if you don't know, their first fest, it's a concert. Um, their first fest was an actual concert where uh, they had a stage, and, and much like Vocaloid, they had like a, you know the screen that kind of like mimicked 3D. Um, and, you know, people, you know, had their light sticks and you know, just general idol concert Me. shenanigans. Um, the first concert was a lot of fun, but uh, in the first concert, uh, like fourth gen, uh, like wasn't even really a mm. thing yet. Like they hadn't had their, their 3D debuts. So for second, uh, for the second fest, uh, fourth gen will be the opening act for both days. Um, which was, is going to be a lot of fun. And they've separated uh, the VTubers into uh, two days or two stages uh, for the concert. And I just lost... Okay, there it is. So um, day one or stage one, this is if you're interested in buying tickets. They're, uh, they're not difficult for us to get as um, English fans and because it's an online concert. So I would definitely recommend uh, checking it out. But if you're looking for a specific girl, um, also, <laughs> if you're uh, a new fan, uh, none of the Hololive EN girls will be there. I'm sorry. They haven't had 3D, de 3D debuts, and I'm not sure what their capacity is going to be in concerts. Mm. Um, maybe we'll get Kiara and and uh, Kali because they live in Japan. Uh, and 5th Gen won't be there either because they also haven't got their 3D debuts. Uh, but um, day one will be uh, Sora, Azuki, uh, Miko, Mel, Hato, Aqua, Choco, Shion, Pekora, Rushia, and Marine. And day two will be Fubuki, Matsuri, Roboko, Aki, Subaru, Ayame, Mio, uh, Okayu, Korone, Suise, Flair, and Noeb. I can't like I can say the names like with you know there, <laughs> the way that, but Flair and Noel I can't Fureru and Noeru it just it doesn't work for me. Anyway, and the opening act like I said will be uh, will be Fortune so Kanata Watame Koko Toa and Luna which is going to be I'm assuming a really insane opening act. Yeah, you know I, so. I'm curious because you mentioned this is a virtual live. Um, hmm. Have they ever done? Because you mentioned Vocaloid, and, and the idea of it really excites me to, to kind of think of them on stage for an actual in-person live, which obviously isn't possible now. But is that what they're kind of set up for? Is is that a potential in the future? And have they ever done like an in-person kind of like Vocaloid style yeah. live with these girls? Yeah. yeah. So first yeah, fest first. was uh, a stage event. Um, oh, cool. They, um, they did in a similar style to a Vocaloid one with like holographic projectors and um yeah it was it was kind of cool uh and it's, even it's, that even that one had an online element to it so they streamed that out on uh nico nico duga uh, uh -huh. 
So um, it's that- funny that you mentioned Vocaloid too, because Korone's <laughs> song was a Miku song. Oh, yep. cool. Because she doesn't have her own, her, she didn't have her own song, so they're just like, uh, sing this, this, uh, one of my favorites, but like this amazingly fucked up <laughs> <laughs> song. That's exciting to me. I, I I didn't realize that that had happened before. I guess the whole lockdown and mm. you know, the the lost world. <laughs> um, <laughs> Spoilers for the for, for <laughs> but um, that's cool. That that actually is really exciting to me. Mm. I think I also put like one of the things I also spotted when they were announcing it. Uh, there's a big thing on this one that uh, so this whole event is supported by Bushy Road, which gets me worried about the amount of stuff that might come afterwards. Um, if they're now partner partnering with Bushy Road on things. Oh, as far as yeah. like, what's going to happen to your wallet? <laughs> yeah, that's that's uh, a concern. <laughs> that, that's what that's one thing we didn't bring up. But like when I was talking about D4 DJ and they, when they were uh, when they were promoting d4 dj when it was just like mm. the beta was just about to launch uh suise and kanata were actually on a d4 dj broadcast yep um like so i mean we could be getting uh crossover their music it, yeah <laughs> cross- crossover content yeah and and this is not to say, this is like i i didn't say this either but like new japan pro wrestling has music in d4 dj so we could potentially have a New Japan Pro Wrestling Hollow Life crossover. Oh my god! If a Hollow Live appears in Hologram at Wrestle Kingdom, I would be so sold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I still like wrestling. I'm <laughs> <Damn it. laughs> um, in my 30s. Oh, whatever. I'm, I'm also talking about idols. Anyway. Um, but yeah, so second fest got announced. Um, there's going to be like, you know, you can buy goods for it and stuff like that. There, there is, uh, there is going to be a good time. There's an English site for goods as well, so uh, they yeah. ma- they're making that easy to spend more money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not a good thing. <laughs> um, it, it's a good thing and not a good thing at the same time. But yeah, like I was kind of wondering if they were going to do anything, uh, considering they are probably the best suited to an online live. Because they actually they do do online lives. Um, uh, Miko, uh, her return was a was a mm. return live. It was fantastic. Um, so I'm very excited to see uh, what they do with uh, uh, with Second Fest. Uh, that, by the way, I should mention the dates are December 21st and 22nd. So you know, uh, sneak away from your family for a little bit <laughs> on those two days. <laughs> uh, set aside time for. Uh, Actually, I should say sneak away from your family. They'll all be asleep. Wake up early <laughs> and watch uh, watch Hollow Live Second Fest. Get that nap in so you can be up for it. I will, I, will, I will just add on to it as well. There are two different types of tickets for this event. There is uh, hosted on two different uh, services. So there's mm. uh, SPWN, which I would, I would pronounce as Spawn. There's, there's a service called Spawn in Japan, which they host all their lives in 1080 high definition whereas the nico nico mm-hmm. one will only go up to 720 so if you want the highest quality one go with spawn oh see um, i'm glad i i went with i didn't know that i'm glad i went with spawn because I, I i honestly was just like you know what i feel like trying a, a new mm. a new service and i don't i don't feel like contending with the uh remembering where the button is it turns off all the stupid scrolling text yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so they are offering a higher um quality stream um so that's something to keep in mind. Oh, 
I learned something on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, now for uh, the Sakamichi block of news. Uh, hand it over to you, Stephen. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Sakamichi is going through a bit of a, a change around time at the moment. Um, so, uh, I think the the crucial bit, key bits of info on this one. So, uh, one of one of these event, big events coming up, kind of sits in a weird, weird place while we're recording today. Um, so, uh, Shiroshi Mai's graduation concert, um, kind of the face of Nogizaka Forty Six. Uh, she is graduating on the twenty eighth of October uh, on uh, Wednesday. Um, so, as we record this, uh, two days away. <laughs> Um, so again, not, no idea what to expect. This is, this is Nogizaka's kind of first online live since everything kind of happened. It wasn't, uh, like a small, um, single gen event. Um, they've done a couple of single gen lives. Like I think they did a second gen live for the first time early, uh, within lockdown. And that was meant to be an audience live. Um, but this would be the first one where they've planned long term to have an online live. Um, so it'd be interesting to see what they do with that one. Uh, it's disappointing that she doesn't get a Tokyo live, Tokyo Dome live send out. Um, but uh, again, it, without having like an end date on all this disruption, um, it makes sense for her um, to to kind of release her out of the idol sphere, and and kind of she can kind of move on with what she wants to do outside of Nogizaka. Yeah, she's Mayan's had like this pending graduation since I even paid attention to Nogizaka, like since you introduced mm. it to me, and and it's sad to see that this has all happened right at the time that she really should have had her her send off. But um, man, it's been gosh, she's been pending graduation for what almost a year. <laughs> I, mean, it, it, I, th- I think she she announced it whilst we were in Japan at the start of the year. Oh, was that it? Yeah, <laughs> I knew that was when I found out about it. I wasn't aware that it was that recent that she had announced mm. it. But. Wow, yeah, it's it's a shame. I, I really, of all of the Nogizaka girls, she she deserved a really good graduation, in my opinion. And uh, you know, hopefully they can, hopefully they can make it work for. Her. Hopefully they can make it something memorable. Yeah, for sure. And I think I think um, as I said, it sits in a weird position because we can't give any reactions on it, even though it happens probably after this episode releases yeah you're, you're listening uh, to my, yeah <laughs> listening to this book you know we recorded this before yep. it happened and you know it's happened at this point so. <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so yeah expect some thoughts on that next month um the other kind of things so um uh hinatazak from the hinatazaka side of things um so they have an event that was always booked in the calendar for this year uh, I think it was booked last year. So they were going to have a Tokyo Dome live at the end of the year, um, 6th and 7th of December. Uh, they've now announced um, in the last couple of days uh, that that will no longer take place at Tokyo Dome. Um, but it will still take place as an online live stream. Uh, and that will move from 6th or 7th of December to Christmas Eve, 24th of December. Mm. Um which I think is really smart because most people are free on Christmas Eve, um, unless you unless you're doing all your last minute Christmas shopping. Um, but yeah, I think I'm glad it's still taking place. But again, it's another one of those Tokyo Dome events being hit by the current situation. Um, 
which is disappointing. Um, And then there's two other kind of um, two signs of Hinata Zaka kind of becoming a lot more popular. Um, So (laughs) uh, they have, they've recently announced um, they are get they've got, they've at least got one of these already. So uh, there are two new mobile games being released. Uh, One of them, uh, Hina Koi. Um, So that is a spin-off of the Nogi Koi um franchise which is essentially a it's almost like an idol um romance simulator dating game kind of thing um where you can kind of uh pick one of the idols in the group and kind of as you would on like a dating sim try and date them um and normally the the noggy koi one did some cool things around like you got exclusive videos in it if you got like certain progression through the game and also they did ones where if you were some of the first ones to get to the highest kind of affection level with that idol you would actually receive i think like a signed bromide in the post wow um so they did some really cool um promotions with the Nogizaka one um and it's cool to see that Hinatazaka they've already got to the point where they've got one of those spin-offs so um that'll be interesting um for sure and and then then one a little bit out of off kind of off field uh, it's so <laughs> a little huh? a little bit um so there's also an additional game called uh Hinatazaka 46 and the Mysterious Library um, which uh, is a kind of an RPG style gacha game. Um, now they've not released a huge amount of gameplay detail about it, but there are images of some of the uh, obviously they're the girls all, you know, in game books. They they look like librarians. You know, it's a library, right? Hmm. I I would say the one holding the grenade launcher differs with that opinion. <laughs> Um, uh, so, so yeah, there's some, there's some really fun promotional images of, uh, various members like holding bows and arrows, kind of conjurer's staffs, um, and yeah, uh, one of the members holding a grenade launcher, which fantasy RPG, right? <laughs> um, um, she's the one that used the cheat code, apparently the other one's <laughs> uh but yeah so that it it looks really interesting i would say um they've announced some of the things around kind of like some of the gacha promotions and things but there's really no gameplay uh detail at the moment so uh that's due to release um uh so that one says it will release on uh this winter so anytime between kind of december and february though um but yeah so far all we've got is these these kind of still images and a pv video which includes the still images um, so yeah like i was i was wondering about like you know why there wasn't any like gameplay and like it that's led to like a lot of fun kind of <laughs> fun for me because it's just in my head <laughs> speculation on uh uh do you remember jeff you might remember this more do you remember like old school like rpg like the very first like uh like heroes of might and magic where it was like first person but you were supposed to have like four people in your party like you had like a warrior and a cleric yeah, and a rogue yeah. and a... 
Like, you remember? I was thinking, like, what if it's like that? And every time your character attacks, you just get the still image of the girl like, hitting, like, whatever. Because <laughs> it's like a fantasy RPG, right? Like, what if they went, like, the Might and Magic? Oh, my out? God. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know how amazing. that would be. It, it'd be interesting if they tried to pull, like, a nostalgic play like that. I, I think it would be interesting. I don't think they'd do that. I honestly think they'll probably, like, have, like, sprites. Yeah. Like... Uh, and stuff like that. <laughs> I, I'm I'm interested in picking it up, just like much like I pick up other Japanese games where I do like, okay, I just want to see what this is like. Mm. But I, I don't think I would stick with it because that's definitely not getting an English release. Sure. Oh hell no! <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I I think the bit I love the most about it is it's cre- created some really funny situations where you've got these Hinatazaka idols in live streams with a table full of weapons in front of them. See, um. that's what that's what makes me so excited. I mean, idols and weapons of war are, are you know, a really, really wonderful mixture. <laughs> and I, I want these images. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I think that's an interesting one. It's definitely something when when I think when that comes out, uh, I'll definitely provide my opinion on it. <laughs> um, but I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what that actually is. Uh, even though the likelihood is we'll never have to really read the story properly, and that sounds like something that might be story heavy. For sure. Yeah, that's mm. that would be the downside. Mm. For us English speakers. <laughs> Definitely. Uh so yeah, so that's kind of Hinatazaka. They've got um kind of some bad news about the Tokyo Dome stuff, but they've got the online live, they got their mobile games coming up, they are still going strong. Um they're probably the most. They've probably got the most momentum at the moment out of all the Sakamichi groups. Mm, for sure. Um, and then, uh, so you can probably guess I've left them until last. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, in this last month, uh, Kayakizaka Forty Six held mm. their final live. Um, Sadly, the opposite of momentum for this one, but it's yeah, really sad <laughs> to see. Screeching halt. Yeah, I th- it's yeah. I don't know. I don't know what your guys' thoughts on it were. Um, oh, the live. Yeah, the live was fantastic. Yeah, mm. yeah I thought the live was um, very good. Again, uh, the people who run Keakizaka's lives hold a fucking masterclass <laughs> in how to do online lives again. Um, this is how an online live, I, I shouldn't say should be, like, you know, it's a, it's a performance. Performances are kind of nebulous in that you can kind of make make of them what you will. But if you're going to do an online live, why not play with the most amount of space you can rather than, you know, the, the strict standard here stand on the stage and we'll CGI in a crowd for you, um, which is fine. But, you know, um, I, I like that uh, Keakizaka their staff and we've talked about this before we talked about this with their their live beforehand um that they play with it and they they it's essentially like a a moving you know music video kind of almost yeah. um yeah that, that's the thing is keaki zaka of all of the online lives i think we've seen um it, it's been a detriment to every group i think the the online live they've tried to kind of fit a, a you know a square peg or in a round hole or whatever and that mm-hmm. they're trying to do, they're trying to recreate the feeling of an in-person live online. But Kayakizaka has been super innovative, and they've 
essentially just owned the the online mm. live space i think and you know with the two that i've seen now they really do like you said they're I mean, it's a master class in in this realm i think for them and it's really it's so bittersweet to to see what mm. you know what that's turned to unfortunately yeah yeah and i i think uh, like from my point of view the final live it, it was a bit of a it was a bit of an odd one the structure of it really um so it was mm. split over two days mm. um and um Day one, um, put, kind of really put me into a real downer after it. Like it was, um, it was like the the songs they played were all kind of they're 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 their, like most well known songs of like all the ones which are very negative, like negative emotions that they put into all their choreography, um, and. Yeah, it was it was a weird one because that closed out, um, uh, and I didn't kind of know how to feel on that one because it felt like uh, the whole of that first day was like almost like a build up to, well, this is it for Keikizaka. Uh, mm-hmm. We're gonna mm-hmm. we're gonna draw a line under this, and this is gonna be done. Um, I, I think when we got done watching it, I think I said that day one, uh, day one watched like a eulogy. Mm. Like like someone like reading the the last you know, uh, the last bit like will and testament of 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 an idol group. Yeah, <laughs> like even like the closing where it was like all the the credits were rolling, like the flower petals were on the floor, and it had like the orchestral version of uh, the. Oh, Hitsuji. That's the one. <laughs> yeah. Um, they, they had the orchestral version. It was like oh, they're just they're they're playing them out. Um, and I was I've kind been of I was... thinking about that orchestral <laughs> version all week. God, it's so good. It's so the the orchestral version of that song. It, the funny thing about it was that orchestral vi- version of that song was being talked about almost as much on Twitter as the end of that live wow. <laughs> post post that day one. <laughs> um, but uh, it's yeah, it was it's it was a weird day day one because uh, you kind of you kind of got to the end of that and went. So what are they even going to do for day two? Because um, that felt done. It, it was if that was if that was the last thing they ever did, you would kind of go, okay, they're done. Now it was day two yeah. that we watched together, right? Oh uh, no, we watched day one. We watched day oh, one. was it day one together? Okay, yeah. Um, then yeah, day two um, <laughs> was was strange because it was like, okay, we're starting out. Um, so day two started out with Silent Majority, um, mm-hmm. which which. Um, oh no no that was day one. That was day one. Day two yeah, ended yeah. with Silent Majority. Yeah so so yeah well, day... technically kind of ended with Silent Majority. So yeah, so day day two was like it started out kind of on a positive note. I think there was a lot of positive songs like upbeat kind of more your traditional idol style songs. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. and. It was kind of like whiplash of like emotion because it was like, what what what's happening here then? Because day one was like we're done, and day two was like oh let's let's ignore day one ever happened. Let's brush that in the car- mm. carpet because look at all these other songs that we've got. Um, and yeah, the whole the whole of day two was like super positive. Um, like even you look at uh, all of the the idols who were performing like day one. Um, you could almost be t- tell that in the choreography for all the songs they did, it was like they had to have straight faces or kind of look angry yeah, there was, or look annoyed. There was kind of like a depressing vibe yeah. on day one. 
and then yeah, and then day two completely open, and it's like all smiles on stage, like through the whole performances of day two. I don't think there were any ones that were choreography, choreography, ugh, that word, uh, that uh, they had to look angry or annoyed. It was all very positive stuff. Mm. <laughs> well, okay. There was, it wasn't like angry, it was more annoyed, but Tewo uh, Tsunaide okay. Kaidoka, yeah. uh, where, they're, where they're going around and like, and like one of the girls like literally had to look like she was frustrated by the other one. I mean, that's, yeah. that's pedantry, but I mean, that didn't happen, so. <laughs> But that, uh, <laughs> but, but that that was that was cute in a way. Yeah, yeah. No, that was an adorable. So I mean, they're, yeah, they're kind of. Great. It sounds like they were going for like a kind of death and then rebirth kind of feeling with the with the show, as far as like the first day and the second day, because obviously they're not mm. gone, but they. Yeah. See, I, I think w- you put it. I think you put it the best way, Jeff. Like after we were done, we were talking about it. You said like like day one was like breaking you down, and then day two is like building you back yeah. up, kind of kind of deal. Yeah, and and I, I think the only bit that like kind of almost like troubles me a little bit like emotionally about that is like, well, you've just built us back up with Kayaki Zaka songs again. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like it's like do, do like are are we. Are, are we just here for punishment? Like, is that is that did the management company just I mean, think like that is that is Kayaki Zaka? <laughs> if there if there, if ever there was a, a question that that like encompassed Kayaki Zaka, it's like, are we just here for punishment? It's for all the masochistic <laughs> bastards. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, because like, yeah, it felt it felt really odd, and then um, we've we've got to mention the the last part of day two. Um, oh yeah so so day two um kind of had the same thing of like um the credits rolling the difference with day two is as the credits rolled and you got the orchestral version of silent majority uh all of the members were kind of they they stayed bowed the whole time that the yeah. credits rolled which was about five minutes easy yeah, just five minutes um, of straight bow. As, yep. as as the credits kind of rolled over the top of them in the middle of the screen mm-hmm. um and that was kind of again staging, it's... amazing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> sta- the staging because it was like it was super. Um, it almost felt like troubling, like kind of like it. It really, it really caught me in the throat, like when I was like watching that, just like of, oh, this is this is painful to watch. Oh yeah, this is literally the end. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> And then, and, and the way it played, like day one, it was like, "Oh, we're never going to hear these songs again, are we?" <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, when and... you realize that part of their workout routine to bleeding into this live was core work, so they could maintain their bows for the entire. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and 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 after that bow, and it all finished, they did the same thing they did on day one, which was they walked through the smoke through the gates that they entered in at the start, um, mm. and kind of that would. That was kind of where everyone expected it to end, and then they played the um, kind of the the PV for the name change to Sakura Zaka Forty Six, mm-hmm. um, and again there was no expectation post that it was like okay that this is just like oh they're gonna the show the PV and then we're done live stream a cut, um, and then they went back to the gates and the smoke had changed from kind of like black smoke to white smoke everything was bright. And yeah, the uh, the music. <laughs> they walked out in white dresses. Um, 
very traditional kind of old style white dresses. Yeah. Definitely um, not Kayaki Zaka style. No, definitely not. Um, and uh, yeah, the staging on this one was uh, interesting um, because they got kind of got back to the stage, got in like positions as if they're going to perform another song, and then the music kicked in, and then they announced the title of their new single as <laughs> say Sakura Zaka yeah. Forty Six. Um, which yeah. I'm going to say the the staging of this, the start of this song, as someone who has kind of followed Keikizaka, seen all of this go really badly, and then you, you get to a point where they're on stage in new uniforms, um, new name, and a, a big sign comes up behind them whilst they're about to perform their song that says... Uh, <laughs> nobody's fault nobody's fault yep uh and that is the name of their new single and it was it's a moment that could have been re- like i could have felt really good because it was like yes they're back they're performing and it's a really i would say it's similar to the Zaka style they're not they're not going full idle positivity kind of that look yet um but the way they would, sta- the would, way they staged it was troubling. It it just kind of yeah, it didn't would, sit right. I would argue after being able to read the lyrics, I'm like, oh, <laughs> these are. Now to be clear, you these, say you mean troubling in the Zaka. sense that like this is not Keakizaka. They're they're looking more like a like a no. traditional idol group or. Uh, no, it, the, the bit I found troubling was the them on stage with nobody's fault behind them, and them, yeah, them yeah. As, essentially. Because they don't write their own songs, management write their songs, and yeah, so to, it, to... it's troubling. Be- <laughs> it's troubling because it, it feels like management is just mm. like, okay, we're just like, like nobody got in trouble for this or anything like that. So let's just write a song and be like, ah, oh, this was out of our hands, and it's very clearly management's yeah. fault. Yeah, and and it just went down, and it sits it sits weirdly because it's like management with, with a song, management can write any message into that song they want, and basically. Give it to the members who are the mouthpieces of the group to sing. They're like wielding them to like kind of, <laughs> you know, wielding the idols to kind of calm people down. Maybe yeah, yeah, to skirt responsibility. Yeah, yeah. It, it it just it just didn't sit right with me. Um, it didn't sit right with a lot of people. Yeah. I think you were saying like a lot of people were saying, well, especially a lot of Japanese fans are like, all right, well, I'm gonna stick I'm gonna stick with Sakurazaka until my Oshi graduates, and then mm, I'm done. Yeah. I was definitely seeing that a lot, um, which is is a real shame because, like, I think I I said um, I mentioned as soon as it finished. I'll I think the the key for me is like I'm not going to say I'm going to follow them as much as I follow Kayakizaka, but I'm going to give them a chance. Yeah, um, they've 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 got they've got three sing like I would I would give it three singles to win me over again. Yeah. Um, if if they start drifting away from the the Kayaki, if they start drifting away from Kayaki Zaka's model to something even more that I like, I'll continue following them. But um, it's 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 almost like they've just launched again and they're on probation. They eh? they've got a three yeah. single probation period. Yeah, um, yeah, and, and it's I, just a shame I, too because they really are an incredible talent. They really are, and it's it's certainly none of their fault from what I can tell for the, the girls, the performers. No, I mean, we'll see when the when the documentary comes out. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't seem like it's their fault. Um, well, it's nobody's fault, isn't it? Oh yeah, <laughs> I hate that title so it's much. It's so bad. Like, the, 
the choreography for the song is fine, mm. but reading the lyrics, I'm like, oh, this is not a Kayakizaka song. I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't want every song to be just a massive bummer, but I do like their massive bummer songs. But like their idol songs are, you know, really good too. But like this song is like, uh, it flies in the face of like Kayaki Zaka's like, like more, I don't know. I don't want to say super bummer because that's, that's like, I guess kind of nihilistic. Not yeah, really kind of. Like, like kind of tone, you know, like the world's fucked. Like you can make it better, but just like don't, Non that kind of like nonconformist, like I don't know. It's mm. very high schooly, but I still dig it. Um, yeah. kind of mentality. Um, but this one is like, oh, grow up, you know? Yeah, yeah just just kind of fall in line. And I'm like, oh, that's stay tuned. That's for, so uh, fly. Stay that's tuned so for the second the single. Uh, get over it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, oh God. If if like, if that's if it, if that were the name of the second single, yeah, I because <laughs> my Oshi's already gone, and like like. All the girls that I like, yeah, I like them. They're not my Oshi, so fucking see ya. <laughs> I I'm done. Uh, but it it just it's yeah, it's sucks because <laughs> like it, Final Live was such an amazing performance. It was really like that first that first day. Yeah, it was <laughs> depressing as all hell. But goddamn, those songs are good. Yeah, like. The the ones that like just I can't stop thinking about are like student dance. That performance was just so fucking mm. good. Eccentrics, it's always a great fucking performance. And they did Kurui Hitsuji, which I just never thought they would do, and it it fucking blew my mind. Yeah. It, so, it, it, I, they, the, they showed me they could do it without Tetchi. Mm, exactly. I was like, they keep proving that they they are still in a phenomenal group without Tetchi, and that's what really blows my mind that they've gone through this entire it, transformation. Yeah, it definitely proves so. they didn't. They they almost didn't need to do this. They didn't need to go this extreme. Um, yeah, but they've done it. I think we could own it. I, it's it's very much a wait and see proposition. I think. Yeah, watch the, the variety space. show is interesting too. <laughs> yeah, it's very pink. It's very very pink. That is the, the biggest understatement. Is the most pink <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think that's uh, the, I think that's the bit God. that adds the cause for concern is that everything's so pink and white and bright and and you kind of go this isn't Kayaki this doesn't feel like Kayaki Zaka this feels like different this feels completely different and I, I, to be fair like if you're going to if you're going to rebrand yeah you don't want to feel <laughs> exactly like you know your old brand but this is such a like a night and day departure this is yeah this is 180 this is 180 away. Yeah. Um, but I yeah, think of like a good analogy. I just I can't think of one off the top of my head. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's 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 crazy. But we'll we'll see uh, where it goes. Uh, if you can find the final live, I definitely give it a watch. Um, but uh, honestly, watch any of the Kayakizaka like lives from from the past. God, what has it been? Four years, almost five. Mm, yeah. Um, because they're phenomenal and like if. If they do lose their like that, uh, their their um, their style from Kaokizaka, like those videos will always be around. And again, if you're an idol fan, you really shouldn't miss out on on their performances because they're insane. Mm. They're fucking incredible. Um, but yeah, new single, nobody's fault. We'll see where that <laughs> fucking goes. Just, just pissed myself off again. All right, let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh god um all right so uh we'll round this off on love live you know our uh our og topic 
<laughs> just to um, cheer us up a little bit. Just to cheer us up a little bit. <laughs> Speaking of online lives, we watched an online live by Aqua recently, uh, the three mm. of us uh, and the rest of the idol world. Uh, uh, and um, yeah, this one was also two days, uh, but actually, correct me if I'm wrong, both days were the exact same, right? Both days were the like exact same. Uh, uh, so day two had one additional song, um, but the set right, list other than right, that right, were right, completely right, right. identical. Apart, oh, uh, apart from although, the ending as well. The ending had different. Um, day one right, had right. Uh, Alzora, Jumping Heart, and day two had uh, Mirai Boku. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, th- now, this isn't to say like they were like exactly the same. It was kind of clear that, uh, and we'll give given our thoughts on this, um, day one, they seemed a little bit more kind of n- nervous and unsure about the whole online thing, whereas day two, they were pretty clearly in their element um not to say day one was bad day one was excellent um but they, they also they also managed by day two to make sure their smoke machines weren't so loud day one day one the smoke machines got picked up by every microphone every time they went oh, off oh no <laughs> it's awful um but they figured um, that out by day two definitely <laughs> So uh, with, we won't go through the whole set list, but um, some notable things. Um, they opened with um, with subunits, and uh, thankfully uh, they allowed um, Azelia to to do three songs uh, because they didn't get a subunit uh, live um, because mm. you know COVID. Um, and those were so actually that was cool. those were actually their first performances of those songs live. Just period. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well. Not period. Period would imply that they didn't sing them in the studio. Anyway, um, uh, and the other, you know, notable. Actually, I was about to skip this one. Uh, another notable song they sang was they, they for the first time they sang Shanzelia Kiss. Mm. Oh my god! Which is incredible. Incredible. Oh, that's the best thing I've seen out of Love Live. <laughs> yeah super super sentai love live uh it's it's amazing um if you don't know go go to the love lives youtube that the song's on there uh, they made a, a crazy april fool's joke that that culminated in uh in a performance in an online live and that and that one was also performed because the perfect world concert was cancelled where they were meant to perform that which was like the yeah. the unit get together after they'd done their individual lives Hmm. Just, just, uh, just more things we lost in the quote-unquote lost world. Yeah, lost yeah. World. As implied by this, uh, I'm not sure if I mentioned this. This the live was called Online Live Lost World. Very apt. Mm. We got to see the, the introduction of Poi Poi, right? And I don't think we've seen uh, it. Yes, yes. Before. No, this th- that was uh, that was part of the uh, the Dome Tour uh, CD that um, they they sang their uh, their singles off of that. And uh, and we got Poi Poi, who is supposed to be the Dome Tour mascot, the, this uh, large whale that they um, they didn't really come out on it. It's just like kind of it was just on stage, and they were on top of it. Um, yeah. that was that was mm. uh, that was a fun uh, performance. I'm, I'm definitely going to mention the fact that after so after that Sidalia Kiss one, uh, it was it was kind of strange because they'd done all the stuff they'd missed, and then they had like a late title card. Um. And that title card was one of the most depressing things I've ever watched with such upbeat music to. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> of of essentially a PV where they kind of pictured all of the concerts as like uh planets. Uh and they would just flash up on the screen as like analyzing and then you'd just get the message lost over the top of it and it would move on yeah. to the next one, lost, move on to the next one, lost. Yeah. And you're just it like all these like chorus uh... and yeah. <laughs> it's just like sadness while you've got this such upbeat uh theme song yeah. playing. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> but yeah, they 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 eventually came out and, and did on Poi Poi and did uh Fantastic Departure mm. and Aqua's Pirate's Desire and um Day two, how they sang what, like Dance with Minotaurs and um mm. and Deep Resonance. Yeah, I think we got all of the new songs on day two. Yeah. It, it was it was it was kind of I I never expected we would get the um the fourth single uh, or the B sides for it, but that was really nice to see them perform those finally. Mm-hmm. Um, I think after they performed those, they also did uh, probably my favorite performance of the whole live. Um, was a really well filmed version of uh, Kimi no Kokoro. Um, oh yeah, mm-hmm. the opening, the the way they filmed the opening to that song. Uh, I want a copy of that so I can own that and watch that whenever, whenever I want because that is was so coolly <laughs> done. Yeah, yeah. Essentially, they had a, a cameraman in the center. If you don't know, Kimi no, Kimi no Kokoro uh, begins with all the girls putting their their hands in a circle, mm-hmm. um, and they just had a cameraman uh, pan around to all the different girls because like they. They put their hand in at different cues at the beginning, and uh, yeah, it was. I'm like, see, this is what you need to do for online mm. lives is, is that you know that really interesting perspective that you can only get when there's no audience. Yeah. Um. Uh. So. Yeah, yeah that, that was, was a that, that was, was a really special moment. I think that's probably the highlight for me was that mm. that kind of having that point of view during a concert <laughs> was unique. And, yeah, and seeing them move out to the front of the stage with the spotlight from the other side. Yeah was so cool mm-hmm. it was like waking up to having Anchan like waking you up with uh, a because <laughs> <laughs> I do believe the camera just kind of like like turned on with Anchan there like smiling mm. into the camera that that was pretty cool <laughs> it, it, it shifted perspective and yeah it was all of a sudden just on Anchan um but yeah I mean yeah other than that, yeah, they they ended uh, each day with uh, both of the um, OPs for the anime, and that was pretty much it. It was a short and sweet concert, mm. but I mean, it got the job done. It was a long. It's it's been too long since we've seen them. So yeah, you know, I think to kind of like to you know, this clearly they were on a little bit of a budget. I think with the concert, you know, as far mm. as it like it didn't really match up to one of their actual lives as far as kind of staging and the costumes and stuff, but. I think I think they still did a really good job. I I, I mean, in the songs mm. they played were great. It I think in general it's just I think we're all ready for <laughs> we're all ready to go back to lives because it just it's not the same. <laughs> it's not the same without a live audience. Yeah, and I I think I think you there's also an element in there. That I think everyone understood that they're not going to break the bank for this live. Sure. Like they've 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 just lost all their bookings on all the domes they had booked for a year. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. They've they've potentially had to change the complete stage into that because where they film this, they're not going to be able to fit a dome side stage. Um, so I think there's there there was that um element of kind of going okay, 
I'm I'm happy with just seeing I'm just seeing yeah. Aquas perform again. Did um, you mention the 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 like CG light sticks in the crowd where there would have uh, been a crowd? Yeah. <laughs> so funny. we so yeah, we did that again. <laughs> so we mentioned that last month when we were talking about the Niji live. Oh uh, god, yeah, yeah, yeah. They they did that again. The return uh, of the CG light sticks. On the on the plus side, uh, the um, the streaming service they've moved to has a much better bit rate, so it handled things a little bit better. Mm. Yeah. Um, was a much smoother and, and they process. Uh, yeah, they remembered foreign fans, so that was nice. Yeah, <laughs> the, the um, foreign fans who paid money. So, yeah. <laughs> so I think I think they they they're making improvements there. Again, this is all kind of this is this is definitely not something um, Love Live would have planned for this stuff. So um, I think there's a, I think with this kind of thing where there's a lot of giving the benefit of the doubt, and it was a oh, good yeah. live regardless. It was. Um. Like there are certain songs like I, like Gmo I Dash they performed like the club song for this year, that would have been so hype with an audience. Oh god, yeah. We need we so, need those songs. Like I I just hope this isn't one of those. This is the only live they perform some of those songs because mm. those songs need to be played with a full stadium. It's just yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think. I I've seen landing action. I've seen Hop Step Y, I've seen Jump Up High. But like they only play them at like maybe mm-hmm. a couple concerts mm. in the year. Yeah. So that's what scares me cuz like Jump Up High is just probably one of my favorite songs that I've mm. experienced of theirs live and and I doubt I'll ever see it again. I th- I think like they had announcements and we'll go over them uh, after that. But yeah, um like I said, I mean it it was definitely on a budget, but I think you know they did they made the best of it that they could, and, sure. and hopefully, hopefully, uh, like you said, we can get back to watching them in person at some <laughs> point. Um, but we'll see. Um, uh, other things that are going on in uh, Love Live, uh, the Niji anime is out. Go watch it; it's pretty great right now. Mm. Um, that's all I'm gonna I'll say on that. Uh, maybe we'll do some kind of like mini review here but probably uh more likely on the other podcast um uh but the announcements that they made at um uh the online live uh, aqua that is uh is um they're getting a ps4 game uh developed by square and it looks a lot like the arcade game Mm. uh a lot a lot like the arcade game also in the sense that uh the trailer for the game starts out with a bunch of hr cards flying at the screen (laughs) <laughs> um, for, those, for those of you who've never been to Japan and played like uh, School Idol Festival Arcade, um, the HR cards are basically the the URs of that game. So, who knows how that's going to work? That sounds like microtransactions. But <laughs> be prepared uh, for gotcha. Yeah, be prepared for gotcha on your PS4. Um, and uh, a follow up online live was also announced. Uh, Aqua's White Island. Um, mm. No, uh, no dates were announced, but uh, like Stephen, you were saying that's probably going to fall in line with the second dome tour, third dome tour. Yeah. So with with this last live, um, the Lost World one, they they performed that on the same weekend that they were planning to play Tokyo Dome, um, which was October tenth and eleventh. Um, so I think it makes a ton of sense that if they've already got dates booked in their calendar, they'll reuse them. Um. 
So based on that, I would say the possible dates are probably December 26th and 7th, which they had the uh, Dome Tour, the Dome Tour stop in Fukuoka planned, the Christmas party. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, or January 16th to 17th, uh, which was the final stop on the Dome Tour, which was the Osaka leg. Um, I think they're probably the most likely dates. Mm. It would make sense. It means they don't have to rebook them to different, and they've all got their own kind of solo things going on at the same time. So it would it would make a ton of sense if that was what they would stick to. Of the dome tour stops, the the Christmas one was the one I was like the most mm. kind of excited about. So I hope that they kind of capture some of that, you know, with the White Island, you sure. know, some of that it'd holiday be, feeling. <laughs> It'd be nice to actually watch Aqua's uh, settle down uh, on Boxing Day. Uh, I think. <laughs> um, but yeah, I would say the the only other announcement they also made is they are going to, um, they're gonna, <laughs> they announced it the Azalea unit live. Uh, they are going to try again, <laughs> and they have titled the the live Amazing Travel DNA try again Uh, (laughs) because (laughs) when you're in this situation you may as well play into it um so they've rescheduled that for february 27th and 28th um i think there's a level of optimism in that um hence the the title um Mm -hmm. uh but it's nice to see they're still going to try and do that and they for for that they've booked out a um I think that was... I'm not sure that's in the original place it was meant to be held. Um, possibly it is. Um, but it's being held in uh, Sendai. Um, or, yeah, on the February 27th and 28th. So that's something to look forward to. That might be the the first um, Aquas adjacent uh, live. Um, because uh, also this month... Um, Saint Snow did their first live, like a small, mm. small live, um, and that did have an audience. So there's some positivity there that they are allowing audiences back. So a lot of waiting and seeing on that one. Yeah, it'll probably be a long, long time before they start offering uh, gaijin packages again. But hey, progress is progress. So yep. But uh, yeah, I think with that, that'll do it for uh, this this episode of uh the idle hour podcast um we'll uh keep you updated and and let you know what happens uh with all these stories um hopefully we have more good news for you next month Definitely. Um, <laughs> so but uh in the meantime again if uh if you're interested in keeping up on this kind of stuff we do have uh the social medias uh that you could follow we're on Twitter at Idle Hour Pod. We're on Instagram at Idle Hour Pod. Facebook at facebook.com slash Idle Hour Pod. Uh, this is all one word, by the way. Uh, our email is idlehourpodcast at gmail.com. And our parent website is animearcade.net. Hit us up on any one of those, and we can get you an invite to our Discord, which shares um, space with, uh, with Anime Arcade. And, um, you know, you can jump in, talk idols, talk VTubers, and maybe join us in uh, some video games uh, but uh, with that uh, I think we'll close it out and uh, we will catch you next month awesome thanks for listening guys yeah cheers for listening bye bye